I understand that the subject matter can be triggering, so if there are points where you would like to take a break or skip a question, please feel free to do so. My name is Joshua Miller, and the date of recording is July 23rd, 2020. Uh, can you state your name and year of entry into Goucher College? Uh, my name is Avery McCorville, and I... I think my year of entry was 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Okay. So, first segment is going to be focused on some background information. Uh, and the first question is, where, like, how, how would you consider your own background in terms of what was your life like before attending Goucher? Okay. Um, before I came to Goucher, I lived in Royal Maryland. It was very suburban but incredibly black neighborhood. I never really had white friends. I never really had I mostly had like black black friends and um, Latinx friends um, and that was like from K through 12. Um, I was very like I, I was very not used to what it was like to be around white people um until I got here. Um, yeah, that, that was like my high school and everything. I only had like three white people I had ever seen in my whole high school. But I did have white teachers. Mm. So, were you excited by the opportunity to attend college? Uh, like, what did your family, and did your family expect you to pursue a degree? Um, yeah, I, my family had already, like, my family is very military-based, but I, my mom is very, like, degree, so I, I wanted to degree regardless, um, because I didn't want to go into the military. Um, but I, I was really excited to go to college and really excited to go to Goucher because they were the first college to, like, ask me what my pronouns were, and that was really important to me. Um... And I was really just in, in, excited about the learning um, aspect of going to college because I just love being able to share ideas and, like, learning experiences with other people. Okay. So, it was re in respect to feeling that your identity was recognized, was there anything else that you felt motivated you to attend Goucher in particular? My mom says that, like, Goucher people are very much like me, and I, I agree to some extent, um, because we're very politically minded, very um, politically correct, and that was something that, like, I have always been like, and I was, I was concerned for, so there's that, but as, as far as, like, being excited for the college, I really just wanted to be in a place where I could like learn and be excited about learning okay did you were you what was your level of awareness regarding Goucher's level of diversity before attending uh, that's what they say say in their like um, descriptions of the college now I've lived in Maryland all of my life. I have never, ever in my life heard about Goucher College. 
it was always like Towson or um, UMBC or uh, Maryland University. Those were the college I, colleges I knew of. I had no idea what Yaku was until I went to like a few of my college fairs, I think, and then they just popped up and they were the only table that asked me for my pronouns. And I was like, that's interesting. So I wanted to learn more about it. Um, but in terms of diversity, I learned through like their website about how diverse they were. And I was like, okay, cool. But I didn't really realize how many white students were on the campus mm. until I got here. Um, it's also like um, not very diverse in the terms of like POC as well. Um, I expected a little more um, people of color that were not black, but it's like most of them are usually like <clears throat> uh, international students that I see, and that I thought that was interesting when I got here. Okay. So, in doing, like, conducting this research on the diversity, did you believe that as a person of color, or especially as a black person, that your issues would be addressed by the administration if you had any issues that arose? When I was in high school, I didn't really think about that because because I was in such a black place, I didn't really have to go through, like, I didn't really have to, like, about, like, speak about it. I didn't have to, like, acknowledge my blackness was different, like, in a different space. So I didn't really think about it when I got there, but, like, I, when I, when I was met with opposition, it was just so weird to me, because, like, um, anytime I talk about, like, being black on the campus, you usually, like, met with opposition if there's someone who is not black in that conversation. Does that make sense? So it was like um, what I'm get. I feel like I'm getting is that you were kind of thrust into a different environment that you weren't expecting to deal with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's your like race suddenly became more of an identity that you recognized when you were on Goucher's campus. Yeah, like it was. It was weird because like my blackness was not like a. It didn't take second. Like, it wasn't, like, in the passenger seat. It was more of, like, yeah, it was more like it was in the passenger seat when I was in high school. Like, it, yes, I, I knew I was black, and I knew, um, like, all the stories that my mom would tell me because she used to live in the South. Um, my grandmother and my grandfather would tell me stories, too. My, I had the whole talk about what you're supposed to do when you get pulled over by a police officer, but I never had to deal with, like, microaggressive comments or um, I had to, I'd never had to deal with like standing up for my own identity in that way. It was usually like I dealt with like colorism. I dealt with people talking about my gender. It, it, it was it was not the like biggest thing that I had to worry about. But now it's kind of tossing out when I'm on Goucher's campus. I have to deal with every single portion of my identity, but especially my blackness. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now that you are here at Goucher, do you feel adequately represented as a black student? 
Do you feel that you have a voice in the classroom? If so, how do you feel that your other, how do you feel that you're perceived by other students and faculty? If not, like what makes you feel overlooked? That's a good question. Um, I really don't feel seen most of the time when I'm in classes and when I'm in like just spaces with other students. I feel like I'm either going to be used as a token or just spoken over because or like so it's either pedestal or talk over, honestly, when I'm there. And like like, it's usually in the classroom that I'm usually talked over, but in, like, other organizations or other communications with other students, I'm, I'm usually, like, um, put on a pedestal because they want to be the good white person so bad. <laughs> um, like, what is, what is another part of your question? I, I really do feel like... Um, students are usually usually put me on pedestals and that's hard to deal with because I'm just like if I fuck up one thing they're gonna think all black people feel like this or like I'm gonna be toppled off of that pedestal and fall. <laughs> um, when it comes to teachers I automatically get painted as like the aggressive black person um, when I get when I speak up for myself in classes. And, I don't know, that, it's a weird feeling to be on Gadget Camp because there's so much, like, it's so different whenever I'm in certain, like, spaces. But I feel like I missed the question. Can you repeat some of them? Um, the second half was more so, like, if you... If you feel that your voice is recognized, how do you feel it's perceived by other students and faculty? And if not, what makes you feel overlooked? Yeah, no, like, I, I feel like um, whenever I do use my voice, I'm either, like, on a pedestal or um, talked over or misconstrued. Like, um, I've had a few instances where I've had to, like, explain myself as for the as the black voice even though there were other black students in the classroom or like even even so that's not my job <laughs> you know um but that's how they usually like deal with us it's, it's deal with me um sometimes my voice is like I don't know. Other than like being put on a pedestal, it's like used and miscommunicated to other students. And I just, it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, I'm sorry, is there anything else you'd like to say on that degree? Because I know it can feel like walking into like the minefield when yeah, you fall up in those types of things. I could very much go on forever um, about how gouges is and ridiculous when it comes to using the voices of black and POC, like black people and POC, because it's like, 
I don't know, like, they don't know how to respect it. Like, it's a different kind of racism. It's like, uh, even though, like, they, they're trying so hard not to be outwardly racist and not, um, they're just, instead they just, It's a, it's a racist feeling. It feels racist whenever well, they do it. It's just weird. Mm, if I may, um, I have another question that I might be able to touch on that. Um, mm-hmm. Have there been times when you felt that your peers failed to make you feel welcome within the Gatra community? And if so, if you're or if you're comfortable, can you describe how so? Um a lot of like I've tried joining other um, spaces that have to do with other portions of my identity and I've had my voice either be silenced or um, either silenced or like used to the point that I I, I just it's not my voice anymore um, other instances where like they asked they'll ask me to like educate them on very various topics and not talk to me about anything else other than that or um let's see what else not a lot of gaucher students aren't very welcoming they they preach very much like social justice and and loving each other but it's it's very like you have to be a certain kind of person be accepted with and it's very clicky um and very like i don't know it's, 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 there's a lot that goes on on gaucho's campus but basically they're all fake <laughs> okay were there any ever any points where you felt motivated by your surroundings and gaucho's community to do better like Perhaps Gaucho's community somehow act would somehow motivate you to more adamantly pursue your personal endeavors. Yeah, um, that's one of the reasons why I'm on the um, Gaucho Black Student Union board because when when the blackout happened, the uh, ri- like hate crime, the racial incident that happened on campus, I that kind of slurred me into action because I was just like, I need to do something because, like, apparently it was happening all the time. And, like, I heard that every single year there has been a, um, excuse me, an incident where some a marginalized group was attacked. And that kind of made me, like, want to do something about it. And I was just like, I want to do better and learn more and learn better because like I acknowledge that like there are so many um, struggles that I had never heard of and never had to deal with like I'm a lot of the time I'm on Goucher's campus I'm learning a lot about like anti-semitism and um, xenophobia and like um, Islamophobia and stuff like that that I've never really had to be in a space with so I want to be better because of like the people around me who are not. Cause like a lot of my professors, 
I, I sometimes thank them for being a model for what I should do. Because I was just like, a lot of people are professors, I was just like, I, you are a terrible person and I never want to be like you. So what do you say you felt at times the need to create your own spaces and like create your own path on campus? Yeah. Very much so. Cause like, because of how intersecting my, my identity in general is, I was just like, I cannot be a certain kind of person in a certain kind of space and I was just like yeah no I need to I don't know there's I, I just felt like I needed spaces where like I could see myself like GBSU is good because like I can bring a lot to the table and still try and um, be myself but I do have to be educational in that space sometimes but it's, like it's not something I need want to do all the time. You know? Mm. So it spurs me to sometimes. Okay. Well that ends the background section. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna focus more so on the events of the hate crime itself. Mm-hmm. The morning of November fourteenth, twenty eighteen the student population received an email from Vice President and then Dean of Students Brian Coker informing them of anti-black graffiti on Hubeck Jeffrey's first floor. Do you remember how you felt when you learned this news and where you were? I was like, I remember I was with, I remember getting the email on my phone but not checking it because back then I wasn't really on my email like I should be. <laughs> but um, I I remember when I found out about it completely. Like the email was very vague. I remember that because I I checked it and I was just like I don't know like there was an event or something that happened. They didn't really explain exactly what happened. And I felt really, when I found out that it wasn't all, that wasn't all, it really hurt. Because I was just like, why wouldn't you tell, especially black people, what the fuck is going on on your campus? Like, that is something that endangers my life. So I was really upset with Goucher for that in particular. And then when I found out exactly what happened, I was in, um, dining hall with my friends and we were talking about it and then a table over one of the um, other students he was saying something really racist and I remember being so angry that one of my friends had to hold me back and I was just like I, I just it was a lot of emotion and just I felt betrayed by the students around me um, by the administration itself. Um, I had made plans with um, all of my friends to then go to like a meeting to make like a emoji meeting back then. It was like the name of the Um 
And I was just like, we have to do something because I feel unsafe. I felt angry and I felt like, I felt like nobody on the campus really cared. Would you, <clears throat> was this, do you remember this being the first hate crime that you were on campus to witness? Yeah. Mm. And at, it was at that meeting that GBS, no, the Denu Moja meeting that was planned that night. Was that when you um learned about the blackout that was being organized? Yeah, that is exactly when I learned about that. Mm. Um, Back then, like I said, I did not read my email a lot, and that was actually in the email, but that was when I learned about it, and we started helping about it, helping with it, but. Okay. And if you had to summarize the goal of the blackout protest, what would you say it was, or why, and why did you want to, if you did, and why did you want to participate? Well... I wanted to participate because I wanted to show Goucher that um, they can't mess with black students like that. That was my reasoning. But I don't remember the exact goal. And that's one thing that when I look back on the actual, like, meeting, uh, because I'm now a board member, I don't want that to happen again. I don't want um, anyone who participate in our events to feel like that because when I look back on it, I don't really remember what exactly was the end, end goal and because um, I, I thought it what I personally thought it was going to be um, awareness and like I thought they I think I thought it, they had demands that were being pushed as well and I think they did but I didn't know the, what the proposed end result was. Mm. Could you describe some of the activities that were done throughout the blackout and how you felt throughout the event itself? Yeah, um, we, I remember we were doing chants, and that was one of the most more powerful parts of, of it. We were doing chants, and we were doing... Um, we were sharing um, events and emotions having to do with uh, like with racism and stuff like that. Um, I remember starting the dance off, which was my favorite, because um, I got excited and I was just like, "We we need something happy to happen." <laughs> so I I like turn on this song, turn on this song. Um, yeah, and I, I, I think that's the most that I remember from that. Okay, and you already began to touch upon it in regards to the purpose of it not being entirely clear, but how did you, how else did you feel about the event's execution? Um, it was a bit messy, and it was a bit like incredibly stressful like I've talked to my friends about it multiple times because they're not on campus anymore 
um, because they transferred after this event. Um, and I, they were just kind of like, this, it was one of, it was kind of painful. And we, we ended by sharing um, really painful events and stuff like that. And it was just like the makeup of the event itself was not, um, it didn't feel like they were prepared for people to actually like, a lot of people to be there. Um, but a lot of it was, like, confusing, like, we didn't know who, um, we didn't know who, like, could be an ally, we didn't know, um, who was supposed to wear black or not, like, a lot of, I remember talking to a lot of allies and them being, like, we didn't know what we were supposed to do, so we had our own, um, and that's why they had the little visual afterwards, I'm, like, I didn't know that was, like, not clear and all of that, but it was just a very messy um, kind of makeup. But I, I understand why, because it was so, like, out of the blue. And they had the plan within, like, a few days. So I'm, I'm kind of like lenient when I pass judgment, mm. not just because I'm on the team, but also like if you really look at how the like time passed, it was a lot. Okay. Now, a lot of questions were covered efficiently. So now we're going <laughs> to transition to the third part which is more focused on the aftermath and that on November 30th it was announced November 30th 2018 it was announced by the Baltimore Sun that Finn Arthur a biracial student was the culprit of the hate crime um how did you feel learning that Arthur was biracial did it change your feelings on the hate crime itself it changed my it didn't really okay I did not give a single shit um, that he was half white. Like, when you look at him, you see white because he's very, he's very white half. Like, I don't think I even found out that he was, he was half black because I only saw his picture. Um, I only saw his picture and I, I never really knew the whole half black thing. I knew where he was from and I knew what he looked like. And I was just like, and then I knew he had a white mother. So I was just like, it does not matter about his black half. And also when I found out how, like the, how people entailed what he did, the crime, like him trying to implicate himself because he is a black person. Um, that just told me a whole lot about him in general, and I was just like, you either do not care about, like, your black half, or, no, honestly, he just does not care about his black half. And so, that's why when I, when I hear about that, and when people talk about that, I'm just like, it, it, it does not matter to me. If anything, it kind of fuels the fire, I'm just like, 
what kind of hatred do you have to live in to actually feel like that about your um, people of color or just your your kin, your skin folks, honestly? What did you have to go through to feel like that? So, I guess it did change how I felt because I was just like, oh no, it's not a white person that I can completely blame. But it's also like, I blame the people around him. Mm. Okay. As of today, if you type Goucher Hate Crime 2018 into Google News, there are at least three articles which attribute the hate crime itself to being a hoax. How does the branding of the hate crime as a hoax make you feel, and what do you feel the news outlets were trying to accomplish in doing so? Wow, did not know that. <laughs> um, that's ugly and very disrespectful because um, it sure enough was not a hoax. He knew what he was doing when he did that and when they paint it like that it kind of like diminishes the fear and diminishes the pain that we like most of the black students on campus had to go through when it came to that but I find that incredibly disrespectful yeah a year and a half yeah sorry no, you're good. I'm sorry about that. You can go ahead. Yeah. As we stand, we're nearly a bit more than a year and a half later. What actions have you seen the administration undertake to better address the needs of black students? <laughs> None. It's like ridiculous to me because, like, it's like. Because I'm on the board, I know the ins and outs, but as a student, I have seen literally nothing, like literally nothing um, from them. It's beyond insulting. Like, we ask for so many demands. The only demand that has been even partially um, acknowledged is the cameras and they don't even work half of the time like you have to open a door in order for them to work and that's just trifling to me I, I can't do it um, I don't see them listening to black students in general I don't see them making us a priority I don't see any of that I don't see any kind of group who has like condemned anything I it's it's honestly like that happened they showed up and to to make it look like they care and that's it do you feel that do you think that the diversity trainings that the institution implements are adequate to foster a more inclusive community or at least a more respectful community? 
Repeat the first part of the question. Sorry, you broke up. Mm. Do you think that the diversity trainings that the inst- institution administers are adequate to foster a more respectful community? There's no damn way that they are because then this wouldn't keep happening. I wouldn't be hearing about um, I wouldn't be hearing about this happening over and over again throughout Gaucho's history if it, that was true. Uh, so no, I, I don't see it as any of that because there's no there's no way. I don't feel like they train the students enough. I don't feel like they train their professors enough. Like, if if that was true, I wouldn't have to be microaggressed every time I have a, um, a class. If that was true, I wouldn't have to file as many births as I do. If that was true, I wouldn't hear about that kind of thing from other students in my, like, demographic. I would, it's, just, it's not realistic. <laughs> So, after having gone through the hate crime, do you think in a situation pertaining to race putting you in danger, your non-PLC friends would know what to do to support you? I have a better... My friends have a better handle on it because I did my own educating. Um, but I don't... I don't exactly trust them to, like, protect me as, as another black person would, if that makes sense. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that, like, I would, I would have to go to another black person to actually feel safe. Okay. Do you think, so based on your previous responses, would you say that there's been a change in attitudes regarding the administration's response to the student body? If not before, do you feel you could be heard as a person of color and as a black student now? Well, with the attitude towards the administration, I feel like the students have gotten to the point where they're just like, what are you even doing? A lot of white students are kind of done with what what um, they try to give them, with the bullshit that they kind of keep them, which is kind of interesting. But I I don't think I'll ever feel heard by by this administration because there's not enough like it's a fully white, fully owned staffing. Like, the administration itself is very white and very old. There's no way that I'm going to be heard by them because they don't understand me fundamentally fundamentally as a person. Okay. And last questions. What are some things you would like to see moving forward if just to be recognized, to make sure that you, to feel that your voice would be recognized as a black student on campus? I want, I very much want from Gaucho to, like, make spaces for black students and listen to what they want. I want them to hire 
more black people to make that a reality. I want them to understand that they they will not like make. I don't even know. Okay, let me backtrack a little bit. I feel like they need to hire more black people in general, more POC that might understand the um, not struggles, but like the lives we live. I feel like that's like a first, the first thing that they need to do. But also, I I just feel like they need to make space for students that feel this way because I don't feel like they have. I don't think they've truly like tried to make that space possible. Does that answer the question? I think so. Okay. Thank you for your time. No problem.